Catch This Side of Country with Trav every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF. Also streaming everywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org. We spotlight the music of local country artists, new indie country, and celebrate the legends. This Side of Country with Trav on 95.9 KRFF. This Side of Country. You're tuned into this side of country with Trav powered each and every day by Fix It Ford Auto Care and Fix It Ford Ministry. Our next guest, you hear him a lot on the show. In fact, we play him each and every day. And all we got is his studio cut from the last time he was here. But that's how that's how good he is because we even get requests for that particular performance. You may see him around town often. He's playing everywhere. If you've never been to a Rick Adams show, I highly suggest you go check out Rick Adams. We like to call him the general. Rick, good morning to you. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, Travis. Nice to be here. I got to tell you that I am coming on your show, coming on the radio and doing things like this. I get more nervous than Raina going on NBC for the Miss America. <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. Thank we appreciate you, you being here and uh, helping celebrate the day today. Absolutely. Do you have any connection to uh, Veterans Day? Did anybody serve in your family yeah. or any friends or anything like yeah. that? Yeah. My, my dad was in the Army. Uh, he was stationed over in Germany. Okay. I can't remember the name of the of the city or right. the or the base in Germany. But yeah. uh, the day he left, he got got to leave uh, to come back home. Elvis Presley was showing up. Oh, at his the same wow pace where he was stationed at in Germany. There, yeah. Wow, and so he he missed that whole thing. Yeah, he, he got out of there just in time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's all the chaos, you know, I'm sure that was going on. But uh, my dad served in the army. He was a a sharpshooter. Wow. And uh, my fiance's son uh, just went through uh, basic training and AIT training for uh, military police. So, yeah, yeah, um, got a lot of a lot of family, uh, extended family in in law enforcement and things like that, too. So um, that's 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 fantastic. I want to get into a little bit of uh, your history here. And, uh, you know, we see the Rick Adams name everywhere. You're playing literally all over the (laughs) Fargamore. Well, no, it's because you're that good. (laughs) And that's why they call you the general. But we see you booked at so many different venues here. You're you're highly sought after for shows around the Fargamorehead community. Give us a little backstory here. How long have you been doing this thing now here in the Fargamorehead community? How Uh, long have you been a part of the music scene? uh, 35 years. Okay. Uh, I've been playing uh, for, for a living for 35 years. Started with my own band called Sweetwater back in the day. Right. Probably like 1986. Then I went into a band called Burbank Station. Okay. And uh, we we uh, recorded down in Nashville probably two, three times a year. I was in that band for six years. And we had some some minor chart success. Wow. Um, and then I started the, the Roosters with some friends. Uh Back in uh, 1994, so we had we had a good run of 26 years, and after uh, COVID, it kind of right. kind of took its toll. And I started doing a lot of a lot of acoustic shows, yeah, and just got really busy with that, and uh, just kind of ran with it. So uh, I stay very busy, yeah. Absolutely. I want to ask you. You know, I always love asking what are the uh, influences you grew up to, but do you remember anybody locally who influenced you? I love oh, asking geez. local artists. So that. many, yeah. Uh, Probably people that you've probably never heard of, Lauren Willits, uh, my old singing partner, uh, Bunny Davis, uh, Bunny Kirby is her name now. Um, a lot, a lot of everybody that I ever played with in a band, I mean, yeah. had some influence on me. Right, uh, was able to learn something. You yeah, know, absolutely. took away something from everybody. Um, yeah, a lot of those guys. You've been a part of the Fargo Moorhead community now and the music scene for quite a while. How have you seen it grow 
over the years? Well, I think that uh, musically, the the band situations, I mean, they're they're a little bit tougher to come by now. Right. Uh, and the, the acoustic, the solo, the duos, the trios are exploding. There's there's so many places to play. Um, yeah. There's not a shortage of, of places to play for, for acoustic artists yeah. at all. So, um, so well, that's... I mean, that's, that's a good thing that we have such a supportive community. A lot more singer-songwriters, too. I, Absolutely. I think I have a great respect for those guys that... That write their own stuff and well give a shout out to some of the ones that uh you're really well, zach thomas zach thomas? Zach, zach thomas and, and brian lowry he's another guy that uh uh they've been doing a lot of writing and, we, and i've talked to them about getting together and doing a little writing project with yeah. them as well uh terry mackner uh, yeah. you know brand helbling yeah i mean you play them all on here absolutely and and zach does a, a singer songwriter night i right. think he does that over at murphy's right right yeah we got one coming up here in a couple of yeah. weeks uh when is the last time that you wrote some original music and put it out there for everybody? Mm, boy, probably back in my Burbank station days, uh, me and Rich Sickles co-wrote some stuff together. Okay. And uh, we, we put some stuff out. I, I couldn't play it for you on the guitar right now, but... Right. <laughs> you know, you know, there's so that's many... That's how I started out. I started out, you know, learning how to play guitar on my own. Yeah. Taught myself to play guitar, and I thought, I'm going to, you know, try and write some some tunes. Well, yeah. it's, it's something that's a very personal... Journey, sure. You know, uh, it takes a lot to, to put your heart out there, right? And uh, I'd, I'd like to do it some more, actually. Absolutely. So I, I've got a lot of stuff on my phone that I, I sit at home and I, I write down ideas. I write down uh, little riffs on the guitar, yeah. uh, melody lines, things right. like that. So I've got a lot of stuff on my phone that I just need to get together with somebody and maybe. Well, for we as much that. as you respect the singer songwriters here in the community, your name comes up a lot as well for the respect that they have well, for you. So, hopefully, not always in a good would way. You, would you <laughs> would you like to collaborate with some of the local Absolutely. artists and, oh, yeah. and write some songs together? Yeah, like, like I said, I've talked to Zach and, yeah. and Brian about doing some some stuff. I would absolutely welcome that opportunity to do something. Yeah. What do you got going on this weekend? What are your uh, next couple of gigs here? Oh, boy. Well, let's see. Friday, I'm at Tailgaters, 7 to 10. Uh, Saturday, I'm at the West Fargo VFW Okay. Uh, from 7 to 10. Um, and they're, the VFW out there in West Fargo, they're, they're trying to get live music back on a regular rotation. And, and I, I encourage everybody to come out and support that, you know. Um, would you do it for a long time. So. Would you say during the pandemic here, it's become a little bit more of a singer-songwriter uh, kind of atmosphere or environment here in the Fargo-Moorhead community? More singer-songwriter gigs than we see full definitely, band? Definitely. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't, I'm not really sure why. Right. Maybe it's, it's economical. Right. Sure. Um, you know, it's it's a lot easier to, to book one guy than it is four or five guys and, and, the, and the expense. Right. You know. Of course. Um, so I think that's... That's part of it. Well, when we come back, we would love to have you honor us uh, end the day today with with a in studio performance. I appreciate you being here. Is this the guitar that has the special story behind it? No, this this one has a different story. Okay, let me let me hear that. Uh, well, me and me and Trisha were down in Nashville at the end of September, and uh, we went to this place. I, I have always loved Gibson guitars, especially their acoustic guitars. And we went to the, a place called the Gibson Garage. Okay. And it's a, this Gibson store down in Nashville, and we walk in, and I'm like a kid in a candy store. And we walk into the acoustic room, and it's like, oh, you know. <laughs> and I said, you guys have any J200s? Because I love the J200. Right. And they said, we have one. We just got it in, and uh, they're apparently they're very hard to come by Ooh. because of the pandemic and, and right. things like that. And so I sat down, and the last time I played a guitar like this, it was the, the, the Sunburst. And it, it, I didn't really care for the sound. It was right. out in Montana, and I sat down with this one. I was thinking, please don't sound good. Please don't sound good. <laughs> and I hit a G chord, and it was like... 
Oh, it sounds good. Oh, that you does know? sound good. So, so then I was just sitting there playing and talking to this guy. He's an older gentleman. And I had no idea who he was. And he was asking me about my backstory, where I was from. Yeah. My, you know. And I told him the story about my other Gibson J200 that has a connection to my son. Right. And uh, he was like, wow, that is, that's a really great story. And uh, I'd like to uh, show you something. And by the way, my name is, uh, they call me uh, JC. He is the CEO of Gibson. Oh. I was telling this story to him. I had no idea. So, oh, my so, gosh. I have something special I want to show you. At the Gibson garage, they have this stage area. They also have a backstage area. Yeah. And in the backstage area, you go through this dark hallway into a door. You open up, and it's like this huge back lounge. Right. They've got a bar set up. They've got amps everywhere. They've got guitars all over the walls. And and it's a place, he said, this is a place where a lot of the the, uh, the big name artists come and hang out when they're in town to do a show. And we're expecting Eric Clapton here today. Oh, my gosh. So then he opens up, there's this bookcase on the wall. Yeah. He pulls the bookcase open, and there's a hidden door. And behind that door is another small room with all these <laughs> lit up guitars on the walls. And it was the very first... Flying V they ever built that uh, oh my old uh, like a sixty one SG yeah uh, all these rare guitars that were Gibson you know yeah runoff first this is unbelievable <laughs> this is like the best day I've had in Nashville Nashville so, never disappoints that's for sure to say I bought the guitar I yeah. love it 